Mendy here from the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome in to week 15 or week 16 now of the NFL season, episode 10 of the First Down Fantasy Podcast. Here for another fun filled week of fantasy analysis. Here with John Van Etten. John, you should know where this is from. <laughs> Parks and Recreation. I figured this was a show you like, right? Aren't you a par- Parks and Rec fan? Who is it? Uh, me. Yeah, not gonna lie. Eric, Eric already jumped in before he's introed. That's John Elfie that- is the best. Technically, I'm homeless. <laughs> and then John also, asked you didn't like it. Also here with Eric Mendelson. Yes, no, All right, Malcolm in the middle. Like it. Iconic intro. Yeah. We are uh, doing a three-person pod today. Um, back kind of a little old school here. Um, we will have more guests next week. Um, so just for now, uh, the original OGs are going to hold it down here. Um, looking into week 16 of the NFL season. Um, and as we always do, we'll start with our three takeaways from week 15. Here comes my music. Uh, but for some reason, <laughs> YouTube just froze on me. There you go. Eric Donna music. Yep. What is it, <laughs> six minutes and 53 <laughs> seconds? Eric, this is no longer your sauna music. This is your three takeaway music now. Ah, I don't know. We'll see. They can share it. Um, okay. So, as always, we look at takeaways from the previous week, so week 15. So, Eric, I'm going to start with you. What were your three takeaways from this past week? So, I think the Vikings are a really legit team. They forced seven turnovers. Uh, they have a very good receiving core when healthy. Thielen Diggs. I'm a Irv Smith fan. Kyle Rudolph. Uh, I think they're going to be tough in the playoffs. My next is, I think that was a big win for the Bills. They're 6-1 and one on the road. Uh, they only have one double-digit loss, and I feel like they are the formula of what the, of what the Bears were last year. 
having a mobile quarterback and a good defense and being like a, a tough team to play when it's cold out. And my last is that the Browns are a mess. Pretty obvious, but Landry and OBJ one gone. I've been saying from the start, Freddie Kitchens is horrible. Uh, I don't understand why he still has a job. This is the first I'm hearing of that take. <laughs> yeah, very, very bacon sizzling hot take. Yeah. No, you don't, you don't actually get a bacon sizzle for that. I know. Um, John, what about you? What were some of your takeaways from this past um, Adam Gase must be an absolutely terrible coach because uh, Ryan Tannehill is looking okay. Kenyon Drake almost lo- beat me in fantasy single-handedly with 40 points. I mean, it, barely something was going on where he wasn't doing using any of those guys correctly. Uh, secondly, uh, despite what some people thought, Dave, um, maybe Drew Locke is not that good because he put up a stinker against the Chiefs, uh, the the easy defense, the weak Chiefs defense. And I will say, my last takeaway is Eli Manning is a legend. Um, finishing 500 with two Super Bowls seems like more of an accomplishment than getting two Super Bowls with a winning record. So I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> Did you see his quote before he went out on the field? I'm, I'm honestly surprised it wasn't just moans and groans. but <laughs> He said F it. <laughs> really? Yeah. They just can't like beat your report. That's funny. Um, yeah. So my takeaways are, uh, Eric. I'm. I'm. It's the Niners seem like they're a hot take each week. I don't think I can trust any of their wide receivers um, next week for the fantasy championship. Um, I, I just think Debo and Emmanuel Sanders are too hot and cold. Either the Niners run the ball or George Kittle. I mean, I think George Kittle had 13 targets this past week. Um, I just don't think I trust a 49ers wide receiver. Um, Jameis Winston is a flat-out fantasy stud. Even who, in his games where he throws three interceptions, he still throws four touchdowns. And who, who, brought that, who brought that up last I, I, I was thinking about saying it, but I knew John would say something. <laughs> who, who brought that up last week? John, John was on it. John, John was ahead of the curve with that. He, uh, Jameis is just, just reckless. He He's just a doesn't care. I, and I love it. I want him to quarterback the Oakland Raiders. That's a free takeaway for you guys, a free fourth takeaway that Derek Carr's finished. Derek Carr finished as an Oakland Raider. Bring me, bring on Deshaun Kaiser, please. Ooh, is he the backup? Yeah, he, he overtook Mike Glennon. Uh, I, everybody knows how much I love Mike Glennon. <laughs> um, my third takeaway is I think Terry McLaurin um, – who's been basically, uh, I think, after Dwayne Haskins took over, mostly fantasy irrelevant. I think these last few weeks with increasing confidence from Haskins and um, a bad schedule, uh, I think he could be a sneaky play, Um, especially this week against the Giants, who have a horrible secondary, without the uh, Jack Rabbit himself there. Yeah. um, That that could be a good play, especially if if you need a flex. Um, What were you saying? I was going to say, you are spot on for the Niners. So, yeah, yeah, so, I mean, either of you guys, I'm sure, probably aren't trusting. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders was only good because he played against me in the fantasy he's playoff. Very, he's, very, <laughs> <laughs> he's very hot and cold. But George Kittle and Julio Jones both had 13 for 134. That's crazy. I know. That actually gets me a little bit worried because I don't know if Julio is able to do that again. 
<laughs> Do you have Julio touchdown, in the championship? Touchdowns, he probably won't get another touchdown for two more seasons now. That's that's so true. He was my big DFS play. Eric did call it. He helped me. Uh, I cashed in my DFS turnings because you, uh, you win a you win a couple couple dollars, David. I won a solid fifty bucks. Okay, but definitely uh, made a couple little mistakes to win more in the tournament. Um, for those that don't know, a quick thirty second story. I was I started doing DFS this year, and uh, I kind of was casually into it, and then one of the weeks. Uh, I started cashing out a good amount. And then one of the weeks I actually won the million dollars, but I didn't have that lineup entered in the million dollar pool. Uh, so ever since then, I've been very aggressive with my DFS and uh, it's become actually, I might even be my favorite more than season long at this point. Um, so I'm always all about the DFS plays. Um, one of these days, maybe we'll even get John on it. <laughs> uh, probably not. <laughs> David, do they pay you to say all that? They Sound should. Like a sponsor. They should. That should be one of our sponsors, if only. Just daily fantasy of any kind. I mean, whatever DraftKings or FanDuel, whatever one wants to step up, you know, we're open for business. We'll um, add them when we post this online. <laughs> um, my girlfriend's asking me questions in the middle of a podcast. Um, Did you take Zeke out yet, David? <laughs> No, but he's antsy to get out, and he knocked over the cable box. Again? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, enough about Zeke. Back to our... Nicole schedule. says hi to Amanda. <laughs> we are going off the rails. Amanda says hi to Nicole. <laughs> and here we were thinking we were going to finish early. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay, let's, let's this go. Is, this is the podcast we make our second dollar on, Eric. <laughs> uh, we are going to go to a little bit of over-under, and I did not prepare a sound drop for this segment, so we are just going to hop right into um, – this is a, a new segment I tried to throw in there. So I'm going to give you guys 10 different players. I'm going to give you an over-under for their stats. You guys give me um, which one you side with and tell me why you side with it. Sound good? Mm-hmm. So first one, Rashad Perriman, who is now the number one for Tampa Bay, um, had six catches for 113 yards and three touchdowns last week. Um, over or under 6.5 catches this week. He plays the Texans at Houston um, on Saturday. Eric, what do you think? I'm going to say over. Over 6.5. Why do you say that? Uh, Mike Evans and Godwin are out, and I feel like for the last two games, the Bucs are going to want to see what Jameis Winston does. And I think he's just going to sling it. So you think he'll have the most fantasy points for any pass catcher? Uh, no, I think like a sneaky Cameron break game or something. Oh, but, I think, I was... but I think he'll get, he'll get the volume to have maybe like seven for 80 or something. I was going to add a bacon hot take and um, bet you, pod bet you that he wouldn't have the best game. But it sounds like you're siding with me. Yeah. It's going to be O.J. Howard. This yeah, is now week. that it doesn't matter. Now This is his Howard. week. <laughs> um, all right, John. Jameis Winston, one and a half interceptions. Over, but he's also thrown four touchdowns. Mm. Four touchdowns, two picks, baby. Four touchdowns, yards. two picks. Yeah. 
So you don't think any chance that he doesn't throw two interceptions or more? I, I don't want Jameis Winston on my team if he's throwing less than one and a half interceptions. <laughs> I, I just want him sticking the ball where it shouldn't go and getting a million touchdowns. <laughs> I'm interested to see how he does. I mean, see, they also don't have Scotty Miller, too. So they literally have nobody out there. Um, I'm interested to see how he, he slings. He throws the ball to himself. Ooh, That's like the old Bucks Bunny game. Ooh. Um, all right, Eric. Joe Mixon, one point five touchdowns total. Who do they play? They play the Miami Dolphins. I'm gonna say under. Ooh. Uh, he's he's been good, but uh. I don't know. I don't think the Bengals are still a good offense. I don't think Dolphins are a terrible team. Dolphins think, uh, are a pretty bad defense. The Dolphins just got beat by Eli Manning. But you know what? They probably have more wins this year than people expected them to for them tanking. Yeah. I mean, they have three wins. I mean, are, you, are you complimenting a team? <laughs> That's not a lot. Point oh and 16? They're gritty. I mean, they trade away talent. But uh, I think Mixon gets one. I just don't see him getting two. All right. Uh, John, speaking of your fantasy championship, Julio Jones, seven and a half catches. I think he goes under. I think he used up all his mojo last week. I'm, I'm still starting him because you have to, but I'm a little nervous. Does Julio Jones technically usually have two straight good games, or is it like a good game, then two bad ones, and then a good game? Especially this year, it's been like a good game, two bad ones. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. Um, like right. I said, this is the last time I draft the Matt Ryan Julio Jones combo. This yeah, that is a lot riding on each game. If they have a bad game, your fantasy team is done that week. Oh, yeah. this one I have a weird amount of Dolph uh, Titans. I have AJ Brown, Tannehill, and Derrick Henry. Oh, so the last few weeks have been good to you. Yeah, I know. We'll we'll see how this one goes. Um, Eric Miles Sanders, 150 total yards against the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to say under uh, just because I think Carson Wentz is going to throw a lot this game. I think he's going to throw some to Miles Sanders, but I think this is a division game. I think this is going to be like a a gritty game. I don't think it's going to be high scoring. Okay. Um, John, Saquon Barkley against the uh, Redskins, a top three running back. I, I think he is a – I'm trying to figure out how to phrase the over-under, but I'd just say he is a top three running back. I think he's like a number three. I, should, I guess I should say 3.5. Yeah, I don't know. But then I'm, I'm also wondering if I say over, does that means he's the fourth best running back, but it over sounds good. But anyway, <laughs> I, I think he has a day against the Redskins. Um, you know, a lot of people do, and you get a little loose on him. Um, Miles Sanders did, so I think he's twice the running back Miles Sanders is. So, Top three play, according to John. All right, we look. Uh, next one, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Eric, over or under 2.5 total touchdowns? Uh, I'm going over because Fitzpatrick, if anyone's playing him in the championship, I think just going to have one of – eh, maybe not a sneaky, like, baller game, but – I think he's going to have a good game. The Bengals have been sneaky good against quarterbacks. Brady sucked. Um, I think they played um, – I forgot their other few. Aren't their corners terrible, though? And Devontae Parker might eat. 
Yeah, I've, but their their last four games, the quarterbacks that have played them have all finished with under twenty fantasy points. Um, on the eighth, that I don't think that's correct. On the eighth of December, uh, I think Baker Mayfield. Oh, never mind. Baker Mayfield didn't have a day. No, well, so I'm going play against Baker as one of the games, and he did really bad against them. Yeah, I'm you're right. going out on a limb and saying that he's going to go over. Okay. Um, John Russell Wilson, a top three point five quarterback this week. 3.5 quarterback. <laughs> um, I think he is. He's Danger Russ, and he's had a, a sort of a weird string of games recently. But against the Cardinals, you know, I really think he goes back to that uh, MVP runner-up form that he was in. I think you either – if you're, you're hoping it's either – you have Russell Wilson, you hope it's a game that destroy him through the air. And if you have Chris Carson, you hope it's a game that destroy him on the ground. I think it's at Seattle, so you know it's going to probably be one of the two. One of them is going to have an, a monster day. It's just whether they decide to run it or throw it. Well, you know, they, uh, Kyler Murray will inspire them. They'll just do a lot of passing. All right. Uh, two more. So uh, let's go. Michael Thomas, Aaron, he's 11 catches away from setting the all-time record for catches in a season a wide receiver does he get the 11 catches this week or does he go under the 11 catches this week and have to do it next week Nah, he gets it saints are trying to make history back-to-back weeks um the saints play the titans uh, the titans thank you yeah so um ah, damn, down a lot of corners a, titans have a sneaky good defense i'm gonna go nine he gets nine okay so you say it's one more week yeah all right, and then last one, John, specifically for you. Oh, boy. Zay Jones, over or <laughs> under 0.5 touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> over, 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 hammer the over. You could have set it at three and a half, and I found <laughs> over. <laughs> John, is this the week? This is the week. <laughs> Mark it down. Zay Jones. Hunter Renfro is coming back to open up the defense a little bit. And then Zay is Zay Jones playing snaps? Right is Zay Jones playing snaps? Yeah, Derek Carr's just not throwing to him because Derek Carr's finished. Okay. See, I know if Zay Jones does anything, John will text the group chat. <laughs> so if we, even if we're not like watching the game, John will say Zay Jones. <laughs> so get ready, Davey. Zay Jones will get his first touchdown this week. Book it. All but, right. Uh, before we move on to our uh, our main segment, I do want to ask Eric. We have we usually text most days, but I forgot to ask you: Did you come in last place in that league? Uh, for Jess's, yeah. Uh, I'm technically not out of the woods yet, but I've won my first two playoff games. But it takes into total like record, including regular season. So, so we have uh, last place finisher David and last place finisher Eric. I'm actually not in last right now. Um, I'm a game ahead. So that's that's a complete matter. Whichever way would leave you in last should be the way. You you can't you can't soil my reputation without me actually doing it. So (laughs) you'll find out this week if you get last or not. Yeah. Okay. So I'll keep you guys updated. Do do you just if you lose is like the point differential enough that it's like a must win for you or no? uh, It's if I lose and somebody else wins. Yeah, but do they need to score like twenty more? No, uh, it's. I, I've outscored the person by a lot. Okay. 
So it sounds like we are going to be disappointed and Eric will not finish in last place. Yes. And have to watch 10 hours of the Big Bang Theory. Yes. All right. Such a treat. I don't know what you're talking about. Throw in another couple hours of young Sheldon. (laughs) (laughs) That should have been on there, too. Um, All right. Let's move into our analysis for week 16. You guys like that drop, or should I switch it with something else down the road? It's not bad, but it's not good. It sounds like a main event drop. You like like the Succession theme song? The Succession theme song. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, while I pull that up, so let's start with the first. You don't do it today. Well, you know if you say. Okay. Kind of funky. Okay. Uh, so let's look at our first game. We have a weird schedule this week. We have three Saturday games and no love Tuesday it. games. Love, love, love it. <laughs> well, if only it was like this all season. Um, oh, right. that's so awesome! A Saturday primetime game is like the best spot. Well, it's nice because you can watch NFL games and then not have work the next day. Exactly. They should just kick college football out. The NCAA should be abolished. And the NFL should take Saturdays. All for it. All for it. Um, So our first game, John, Houston visiting Tampa Bay. I think I said they're going to Houston. But they actually, it's in Tampa Bay. Famous Jameis, master of the two interception game. Um, Both defenses not great. Um, This could be the biggest shootout of the entire slate. Um, John, is there anybody outside the obvious that you're looking to play this week? Outside of the obvious, I'm looking at the tight ends of the Houston Texans. I just got a good feeling about it. I've got, you know, it is what it is. You know, you got to pick somebody a little under the radar. You can't just say uh, the greatest quarterback uh, in the history of the world, uh, Jameis Winston, you should play him. Uh, duh. So, <laughs> I really think of a good focus on the tight end there. And, and uh, he- Who has a better game, Jameis or Deshaun Watson? Depends on what you, how you qualify better. If you mean better QB rating wise, uh, probably Deshaun Watson. If you mean fantasy point wise, probably Jameis Winston because picks are only minus two. So, so you think Jameis will have more fantasy points than Deshaun Watson? Oh yeah, Eric, do you agree? I think Watson is more. Oh, Ooh, is that a pod bet? Oh, pod bet. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> All right, we got a pod bet. That's actually one of our better ones. That's that could go either way. Yeah, if if uh, Mike Evans and Godwin were healthy, I'd say Jameis, but also has the thumb fracture. He also gets to do it himself. <laughs> he might he might just say F it and just run in for a touchdown or two. two. Jameis's will be more impressive. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and Darren Fells was the name I was looking for. Darren Fells. They also have Jordan Aikens, I think, too. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Buffalo visiting New England. I'm going to do this game, Eric, because I'm going to give you the Saturday night game. Um, the Patriots 
on their side, I don't know how you can trust anybody on their offense. Brady's been awful. Their run game's been awful. Maybe if you have James White, I guess he's your flex. But Edelman had one catch for nine yards last week, and he's hurt. All their pass catchers have been awful. On the Buffalo side of things, they're going against New England, who Josh Allen has always struggled against, especially it's in New England. Um, so, and you know Gilmore is going on John Brown. Um, I guess maybe the only player in this entire game I feel comfortable playing is Devin Singletary. Um, other than that, I think it's going to be an ugly, ugly game that's not very fantasy relevant. Um, yeah, that's that's my thoughts for that game. Uh, Eric, the Rams visiting your Niners on Saturday night football. Who do you like in this game? Uh, the Saturday primetime game, the spot that John so desperately covets. Uh, <laughs> I think George Kittle, I mean, we're going to feed him the ball. I think Mostert is, has earned the respect of Shanahan. Uh, it's either going to be an Emmanuel Sanders or Debo game, not one or the other. Uh, and on the Rams side, I mean, we're still kind of banged up on defense. So I, I'm playing a lot of starters in this game. 49ers and Rams sometimes have high-scoring shootouts. Eric, do I play Robert Woods or Cooper Cup? Uh, to be honest, neither. You could probably play both. Ooh, if, you had, that, if you had to pick one, who has the better game? That's a recipe for zero. Uh, Robert Woods. <laughs> John says bad fantasy game for them. I think it's. Yeah, I've never haven't been sold on the Rams since Cooper Cup got zero points and Jared Goff threw like seventeen yards in the first half. I don't think any anything about the San Francisco defense makes me think. Oh, this is a going to be a, a big one for him. We're injured. Has anybody gone from being fantasy star to irrelevant in the same season like Cooper Cup, who honestly looked like the number one, maybe potentially fantasy wide receiver at one point, and now is literally a questionable wide receiver to or flex? That kind of happened to David Johnson in the same season. I mean, David Johnson had like three 20-point games this season. Where he got like really hurt. No, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's debatable, but it's it's interesting. You, you know who's gone from hero to zero this season has been Zay Jones. <laughs> <laughs> zero to zero. <laughs> zero touchdowns. Um, all right, next game. Uh, John Jacksonville visiting Atlanta. You're our Atlanta expert because you have a team of Atlanta Falcons. Um. <laughs> Outside of Julio Jones, um, is there anybody on Atlanta's side that you want to start for sure? And Jacksonville, is there anybody you trust in this game? Uh, this may be a classic uh, Minshew game. Uh, they're not a really good defense in Atlanta. Um, I know they made uh, you know 49ers look a little silly, sorry, Eric. But, uh, you know, historically this year they haven't been that great. And and this isn't a divisional one that you're going to get hyped up about or anything like that. Um, they, they've they already had, you know, a few bigger wins than we expected this year. So I think this is a, a classic Minshew magic game to convince Jaguars fans that maybe, just maybe, he can be the quarterback. Ooh. So Minshew a good DFS play, John? I think so. And we know what happened the last time I predicted this. 
have a good game, but he got one. <laughs> Vince was actually good at his darting this game, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, does Leonard Fournette have a good game? I think he sort of has, you know, 70 yards um, and maybe a touchdown. So that's a pretty pretty passable game. You probably start that every day of the week. All right. Um, Baltimore at Cleveland, a divisional matchup, who actually Cleveland's one of Baltimore's two losses this season. Don't remind um, that was my survivor pool pick. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, remember? I forgot about that. Um, which Eric always says his first rule, don't ever pick divisional games. I went against it. Um, I will tell you this. You're obviously going to be starting Lamar Jackson. If you have Odell and, and Jarvis Landry, you're probably playing them because you probably don't have better options. Um, but you can quote me on this. This is a running back game for both teams. I think. So it's a Lamar Jackson game, you mean? Well, every game is a Lamar Jackson game. But I think this is going to be a big Mark Ingram game. And I think this is going to be a big Nick Chubb game. Mark Ingram the third. I think both those running backs are going to have great fantasy days. When they two teams play, they just ground and pound each other. Um, I think it, they're both very good DFS plays. Um, game script obviously might have a factor in it. If Baltimore takes a huge lead, then Chubb might be affected. But um, I do think on the Ravens' side, this is a Mark Ingram game. And, again, if it's close, Nick Chubb probably as well. <laughs> um, Mark Ingram. It's the man. Ah, the Eric. For those that don't know, Eric saw Mark Ingram at the strip club last weekend. My man, just living his best life. How much Eric, did he tip you, Eric? What'd you say? How much did he tip you? Nah, <laughs> we we made eye contact where I was like, I know who you are. Um, was it scores? It was. And Eric, <laughs> Eric, Eric kept commenting on how just. Big Mark Ingram was. He's in the wide dude. He's not tall, but he is so broad. <laughs> All right, uh, Eric could not take his eyes off of him at this point. <laughs> Mark Ingram, Eric will be admiring you on the television. <laughs> um, all right, Eric. Our next game: Carolina visiting Indianapolis, um, and kind of two disappointing teams, but potential for a good fantasy game here. Um, who do you like in this matchup? For only the Panthers, probably McCaffrey. I mean, you start him regardless. And I guess DJ Moore, but Will Greer is starting. And I think Indianapolis is a semi-tough place to play. Um, don't feel too good about the Colts either, but I think this is a rebound game. They win at home after getting embarrassed. All right. Um, John, the uh, this toilet bowl – the Dolphins hosting the Bengals. Uh, does any Bengals have a monster game, or does any Dolphins have a monster game outside Devontae Parker? I think uh, Joe Mixon has the possibility of having You a- saying Joe Mixon has a good game. I, I know, which, which makes me wonder, you know, how good of a game is this guy going to have that I'm, I'm already thinking it. But uh, I also do like layered on the Dolphins. I don't know why. He just seems scrappy. I'm going against my gut on a lot of these Joe Mixon and the white running back, so keep my advice. All right. Uh, looking at our next game, the uh, uh, Jets hosting the Steelers. 
Uh, I'm not a fan of this game. I hope this game did not make it on red zone. Uh, Duck Hodges will be starting again after four interceptions. I don't think you can trust anybody on that offense. I mean, I guess if you have James Conner, you probably have to start him. Um, and the Jets have – I mean, Steelers have a very good defense. Um, I'm not sure I'm starting any Jet confidently in this game. If you want to maybe start Le'Veon because it's maybe a revenge game, maybe he gets a touchdown. I'm actually very big into revenge games and think that they're a big thing. They told it, when Cole Beasley had it, I was like, okay, revenge games are a real thing. Yeah, I, I, I Cole Beasley proven it right. I think actually from what I heard, that's why Tevin Coleman started this past week against Atlanta, even though he didn't get a lot of the work because they wanted to give him a start against his old team. Um, so I think the revenge thing is real. I think they'll try to get Levy on a touchdown. So maybe outside that, you're rolling the dice with Crowder and, and Robbie Anderson. Um, Eric, New or- a fun game, New Orleans visiting Tennessee. Does the do the Titans stay hot as far as their fantasy relevant players? And outside of uh actually no for New Orleans let me ask you, is Alvin Kamara top ten play this week? No. <clears throat> it's and he, he hasn't been most of the season and as an owner. Uh I've learned not to expect it, but I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. Over under is at fifty and a half. Two pretty hot teams in terms of offensively, the amount of points they've been putting up. Um, if it was in New Orleans, I think it'd be lower scoring, but I think in Tennessee it's a shootout. Is your highest scoring game of the week? Let me think about that and get back to you. All right. Uh John, the Giants visiting the Redskins in the matchup of three and elevens, the uh battle for Chase Young. I think I always get Redskins games. I think you always do. It's weird <laughs> how that works out that way. But um, I, I've i been big into uh, Saquon this week, as we touched on. Um, I'm actually uh, into Adrian Peterson this week as well. He seems to always get about, you know, not always, but he seems to be recently, you know, 80 yards and a touchdown. And like I said, I think you start that any week when you can. I would be into Dwayne Haskins if it was the middle of the season, but if you're in your fantasy championship, you probably don't need to start Dwayne Haskins. Mm-hmm. That's a good dynasty QB. Yeah, exactly. See, by the way, I'm yes. going Bucks and Texans as the highest scoring game. That was mine, Ooh. too, so I'm with you on that. Um, I know. I, I wanted it to be mine, but you said it first, so I couldn't do my – and that's my highest scoring game of the week. Oh, that's right. Josh, the one Cardinal Seahawks. Cardinal Seahawks, okay. <laughs> When we get to that game, I'll have to make sure you analyze it for us. Um, so, you guys might overlook that the Giants uh, passed on Dwayne Haskins. So, mm-hmm. is this the week he's like, you know what, F you guys, this is what you're missing out on, and throws three touchdowns? I, I He's probably just wishes he was anywhere but the Redskins. He probably can't have thoughts like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm tempted to pick him for my DFS lineup. I think he actually, especially the fact it's in Washington. Well, wow, you really love the revenge factor. I, I'm, I'm a big revenge factor guy. Which, speaking of guys I'm big on, our next game, Detroit visiting Denver. For those that listened last week, I made a pod bet with Dave. Uh, who would have a bigger game, Kenny Galladay or Danny Amendola against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? And I picked my boy Danny Amendola. And he had eight catches for 100 yards. I think it was 100, 
something yards and uh, almost had a touchdown. Um, Galladay was held to three catches for 40-something yards. Um, just a note for those that play against Tampa Bay, the number two wide receivers against the Bucks always does better than the number one. That's a little cheat code for you. Um, Dave getting uh, take shams twice in this episode. <laughs> Dave provided some chances at hot takes, but just fell flat. Um, so this game, Chris Harris, arguably one of the top three or four best corners in football um, against Galladay. Um, it's in Denver. Um, I'm not too big on any of the Detroit wide receivers. I actually have Denver as one of the best defenses for this week, um, especially with David Blau there. Um, but I do think Amendola also has a better game this week against as uh, better than Galladay. Um, on the Denver side, um, I think you, you're starting Cortland Sutton, um, but that's the only one you're starting with confidence at this point. Even Philip Lindsay's a questionable flex. Um, not too many great fantasy relevant players from that game. Uh, John, I'm going to go back to you for uh, Oakland visiting the Chargers. Chargers. Uh, I found out Oakland is the leader in the NFL in 40-yard pass plays. Um, so is this a big Mike Williams game, or is there anybody on the Raiders we should be looking into? Oh, I, I knew you couldn't have been talking about the Raiders' offense on that. <laughs> Um, I mean, last time they played the Chargers, they made Phillip Rivers look a little bit silly. Um, so you wonder if they have it in them again. You know, it is a, a divisional game. They're coming off a real low uh, from that uh, Jacksonville game. So you almost go against the wisdom. They, they come out real hot, and they make Phillip Rivers look silly again. So does Oakland win this game? I think they win this game just if only because it screws over our draft positions. <laughs> Oakland always shooting themselves in the foot. <laughs> um, Eric, uh, Dallas visiting Philly in a, a game that is probably going to decide the division. Um, first of all, who are you picking in this game? Second of all, is there any Philadelphia pass catcher outside Zach Ertz you're confident in? And third, is there any Dallas pass catcher you're confident in? All right, so I think Dallas wins this game, but I feel like whatever team is favored to win usually loses in these matchups. So I'll probably be wrong, but I'm saying Dallas. Uh, I am a Greg Ward fan. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd feel confident starting him, but maybe as a cheap DFS play, I'll do this week because he makes some tough catches and. I think even though Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup are banged up, Dallas is just so hot on offense. I think you just start them because of their upside. All right. Um, John, I'm going back to you for Seattle hosting Arizona. Um, your highest scoring game of the week. Oh, yeah. Um, who, does, Se- who does the damage in this game? The Seahawks have a sneaky, not-that-good defense. Uh, so, you know, they live on almost name alone. I think this is a big Christian Kirk game. Uh, Kyler Murray and Christian Kirk uh, have a good combo. Kyler, Kyler might even scamper for a few. And then um, Fitzy, uh, good old Dependables, had a really down season this year, but I think he finishes with a touchdown here. And then, I mean, I don't really need to talk about the Seahawks offense. I mean, they have Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, and Chris Carson. Is this a um, passing game or a running game for Seahawks? I think the passing game, I said it 
or earlier in a different segment. I think this is a very pass-heavy game. All right. The um, Cardinals! <laughs> <laughs> Eric rooting hard for the Cardinals as uh, it looks somehow like, dropped to fifth. It looks like the, we're headed for a Week 17 game for potentially for a first-round bye between them. Yeah. Um, next game, my Chiefs on – oh, I didn't know it was on Sunday Night Football. The Chiefs visiting the Bears. Um, beat them, Davey. Oh, I'm I'm gonna love watching my boys on prime time. Um, Chiefs, I don't need to explain who you're starting. You don't start any running back in this game for Kansas City. Chicago, I think um, I would not start Mitch, but I would start um, Allen Robinson, and I would start um, um, what's his name, Anthony Miller, Tariq Cohen. Ah, yes, John for Tariq Cohen. If they're playing from behind, I think Tariq Cohen could be a sneaky PPR play. Um, and then Eric, close it out, a Monday night game. Green Bay visiting Minnesota. A chance for the top of the NFC North. Who do you like in this game? And who are some fantasy-relevant players? I like, I like the Vikings in this game. I think – I mean, that's that was one of my takeaways is I think they're a real team. Uh, and, uh, I mean, I think you start Aaron Jones – I was an advocate for benching Aaron Rodgers. I assume if I had a better option, I would start him over Aaron Rodgers. You play Adams, uh, and you play whatever Minnesota running back is healthy. So I heard a stat today that said Aaron Rodgers in his past 21 – no, 22 quarters. His first quarters, he has been producing three quarters of his fantasy points. Aaron Rodgers. And- and from quarters two to four, um, he has produced single-digit fantasy points in every game for the last 22 quarters. So he's pretty much – he comes out hot, and then the rest of the game, he's pretty much a dud. And this is over the course of pretty much – Probably the entire um, season. It's, it's pretty much been the course of the last, uh, you know, five-plus games. So not a great trend right now, especially against, the, you know – a divisional defense. Um, so, yeah, maybe Eric is on the right track to stay away from that. All right. Uh, next, we're going to move into our DFS segment. <laughs> With my uh... – Have the ca- – There we go. I was going to say, have the cash cab music. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Next week. This, this is the fast car week. There we go. I was waiting for that one. Okay. So, DFS, Eric, who are some of your good uh, plays that you're going to be playing well, this week? Well, I like Austin Eckler. I think for where how much he's valued, I think he gets a lot of touches. So, I think he's a good start. Um, Got to go with my boy Irv Smith for a cheap tight end play. I think they still use him a lot. And... Uh, for wide receiver, well, I think it's a sneaky Terry McLaurin game, too. I think for where he's ranked, he's a good investment. Okay. Um, quarterback, I think I'm going all in on Russell Wilson this week. I, even though he's the second most expensive on the slate, if you're looking for cheaper options, maybe the Bengals. David, careful. Up. He was like that last week, and he didn't produce. 
I I think this I would be willing to bet he's a top three quarterback this week. Which, which is literally what you're doing with DFS. Yes. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Joe Mixon, uh, I like this week. And like I said, I'm a big uh, in the Ravens-Browns um, game at the running backs. Um, receivers, um, I would look at I'm, – I'm big on picking Lockett or Metcalf. One of them is going to capitalize from Russ. Devontae Parker, Michael Gallup it could be a sneaky play. He's undervalued, and I'm playing Mike Williams in all my lineups. Um, and then you got to play Jacob Hollister. Um, he's the tight end this week that's going against the Cardinals. Um, so if Ricky Seals-Jones can catch two touchdowns, Jacob Pollster, you probably can bet, will catch a touchdown. Um, John, any uh, <laughs> for the non-DFS guy, is there anybody you want to throw His name in? starts with a Z. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be my flex. And he, he's an offensive weapon. <laughs> All right, let's move to uh, our random question of the week. And uh, have you guys looked up Little Big yet? No, no? I, I, I honestly completely oh. forgot about that until you just. Oh. I will, I will be texting you guys this again because you need to watch this music video, and I need your feedback. But this is who I use for our random question segment. The uh, random question, John, who are we sponsored by this? We're sponsored by headphones. Wow, I just wanted to play by itself. Who We're sponsored, sponsored by, by headphones. More people <laughs> should use them in public. <laughs> I was on a, on a train, an Amtrak train from New York this weekend, and, and like three or four separate people just weren't using their headphones. So they were just playing the music out loud. Like watching videos, like one of those like tasty videos that have like the obnoxious sounds in the background. Like that nobody actually listens to on volume high, but for some reason they had the volume up on a crowded train. So we got to spread the word about headphones. Good. I'm all about it. Um, maybe we can get one to sponsor us since we're spreading the word. Ooh, Ooh let's get sponsored by Bose. You don't like the Beats by Dre? You know, they're not his anymore. He sold them, dude. Yeah, he Did sold he really? them like Apple. <laughs> like a billion dollars. Sell out. Sell out. Um, all right. So our question this week is: Which player are you most likely to overdraft next year? Obviously, we don't know what the rankings are, but assuming that no, basically you're taking this player no matter where they're ranked, you're going to take them a round or two early. Um, so, John, I'm going to start with you. Who's your player? Um, I have a joke answer: um, Zay Jones. If, even if I draft him at the the final pick. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah, overdrafting him at this point. As much as I love him, I really do want him to succeed. But realistically, I'll probably end up drafting Lamar Jackson too high because there's no way he keeps up this production just because, you know, as good as he is, it's just nobody ever does. You know, Peyton Manning broke the touchdown record and then was crap. So, you know, I'll probably end up drafting him too high. If Lamar Jackson is a, uh, let's say, the, 10th through 12th player ranked how high would you take Lamar Jackson oof I know I need to see him in that second round so I don't feel bad like waiting or something but 
it, it's really it'll be really hard to go by him at all. Just, I mean, I guess you could say Christian McCaffrey number one, but it'd be really tough because yeah, you know quarterbacks get a lot of points, but he gets like forty points a game. So you would take him with a top six probably. Pick? Wow, I I don't think you're alone with that. I think some people might do that. Um. Eric, who's your All right, player? Well, I have a joke answer and a real answer, too. My <laughs> joke answer? Damn, I, I guess I just needed to prepare. My <laughs> joke answer is Justin Tucker and probably the top-rated defense. <laughs> yeah, every year you get Justin Tucker. I, you know, it's you kind, of, sure it's kind of burning me because he has so many extra points and not field goals because the Ravens' offense is so yeah, good. Yeah, so good this year. He's missed a few extra points, too. He has. Um, but my real one is Michael Thomas. I mean, we play our main league as a standard, and he still just is guaranteeing you double at somewhere in the double digits each each week. Like, yeah, he's he's a solid building block of your team. I swear, I never even see him on the injury report. Like, he his volume is insane. Well, thank you for the jinx, Eric. <laughs> now he's good. Right. Eric, if he's ranked as a top five player. Would you take him as high as number two outs after C? I I think I would. If, I can't say if, I if Breeze, if Breeze comes back, yeah, you guys are crazy because I'm getting Michael Thomas in the first round, Lamar Jackson in the second round, Christian McCaffrey in the third round. My team's going to be so good next year. Could you imagine if if you uh, let's say you had like the let's say the sixth pick in the draft, and you got Michael Thomas, and then you were able to snag Lamar Jackson on the way back, which is not like outside realistic possibility that that could happen. It'd be dope. One of the people in my Volo League, they have that team. I'm sure they Yeah, the she has Godwin and Cooper, too. It's ridiculous. Oh, who? Amari Pooper? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I don't have a joke answer. I have just an answer that is very obvious. Um, whoever the Chiefs draft at running back this year, and I will be shocked if we do not use a first or second round pick on a running back with how much our offense struggling without a running back. Um, I think I'm going to take them three rounds early. Uh, this year, Eric and Bretton famously took Darwin Thompson from me. Um, there are a lot of good running back prospects in the draft that I've been keeping tabs on. Um, my favorite two are DeAndre Swift from Georgia. Um, he looks like the next like all-around talented back. They say he's the best running back to come out um in the last don't few they years. do that every year <laughs> they do i mean they're not they say he's not better than like a girly or bark they say he's the best one since barkley um and there's also a guy named chuba hubbard who i thought was chuba hubbard chuba. uh he's the running back for oklahoma state um he's i think the fastest running back in the draft um and he's kind of one of those guys that he has a track speed to him um there's also Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin, whoever, or J.K. Dobbins from Ohio State. Well, I'm telling you, whoever, the, the Dolphins will probably draft the first running back, and he'll probably won't be that great. But the second or third one is going to go to the Chiefs, and they are going to be highly touted. Um, I mean, the, the main running back in the Chiefs offense is always a viable play. So... I think I could see them being ranked as like a third or fourth round pick going in, and I'll probably take them with my on, second. On that note, I probably will draft CD Lamb too high. 
Uh, the receiver from yeah, Oklahoma it's, it's State. If the Raiders end up with him, then they go. That could be a first round pick. All right, fair enough. Um, all right, let's get to our last segment of the show. Uh, Small Bladder Mendelssohn has prepared this segment. Um, so, Small Bladder, do you want to tell us what the segment is? You know, David, I'm rooting for John in this game now, and I'm going to draft the Chiefs <laughs> running back just for that comment. <laughs> so, so I'm going to give a few clues, and uh, so I'll ask you guys individually, or if you guys both want to get whatever you want to do. Individually works. All right. Yeah. So, this first one's for David. David, I'm third in receiving yards. I have eight games with 10-plus targets, but I only have four touchdowns. Who am I? Eight games with – say it one more time. I'm third in receiving yards, eight games with 10-plus targets, and only – Oh, God. Do I get nope. a hint? There's a hint. Do I get a do I get a light? You literally got three. just make a guess. Uh I'm gonna say I'm gonna say um, Chris Godwin? DJ Moore. Ooh. DJ oh, Moore is man. third in receiving yards. I was I was very surprised to see that. Yeah, I didn't know he was number three. All right. John, this next one's for you. I had half of my total touchdowns in one game. I have the most rush yards on my team, but I'm not the top performer per team. You're, he's not the top fantasy performer per team? On his team, sorry. Oh, is it Aaron Jones? No, it's Sony Michelle. Oh. John, I was, that's exactly what I Because Aaron Jones had, had like four touchdowns. Just got yeah. two, so that probably – oh, well. All right, David, this one's for you. I'm tied in first with 20-plus yard runs with 11. I'm tied for second in fumbles with six, and I'm top 10 in rushing yards. Who am I? Chris Carson. Lamar Jackson. Ah, oh, dang it. I was so sure about that, too. When he said the fumbles, I was like, God. Lamar it. Jackson has 11 20-plus yard runs. That's crazy. That is insane. Wow. All right, John, this one's for you. I'm tied for 45th in the NFL with 56 catches. Whoa, that's not a help. <laughs> but I but I lead the NFL. Good luck. But I lead the NFL in receiving touchdowns. I felt like that was a good counter yeah. to it. Okay, yeah. It's some some it's a tight end. I know who I'm thinking of. It, what's my third hint? Uh, he has over a thousand <laughs> yards. It, 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 so it's a guy. We've narrowed that down. <laughs> Is it? Oh fuck! Kyle Rudolph, Kenny Galladay. Damn! I thought it was a tight end for sure. All right, David. This one's the last one. All right, John. Are we gonna get one? <laughs> I hope. I hope I get one. I hope you don't get one. I, I feel like I made these kind of tricky. So. Well, it's it's almost as fun getting them wrong as if we were to get them right. All right, jo- or David, this one's for you. I'm tied in. I'm tied for second in rushing touchdowns. I have zero re- uh, zero receiving touchdowns, and I've played in every game, and I'm a top ten running back. 
Can you say it one more time? I'm tied for second in rushing touchdowns. I have zero receiving touchdowns. I've played in every game, and I'm a top 10 running back. All right, so I'm either at Aaron Jones or Derrick Henry. Um, I'm going to go with Derrick Henry. Dalvin Cook. Oh, I was going to say Dalvin Cook. Oh. John, I knew you were, which is why I said David, because I knew you <laughs> Dalvin Cook on your team. Dang it. I, was, I would strategically pick the ones I have for you guys. John's had a chance for All the right, win. John, last one. I have the same touchdown as interception ratio as Deshaun Watson and Dak Prescott at 26 to 11, but I have a higher QBR even though I have less yards thrown. Who am I? 26 touchdowns. I know who it is. Is it Patrick Mahomes? It's Jimmy Garoppolo. Ah, oh, never mind. David, who did you think? I thought you were going to say Kirk Cousins. Nah, that's a good one. Wow, John, we're this horrible at this game. I, I feel like it was tough, but I feel like I gave you guys a decent amount of I, I just like the first to – I have am 45th in reception. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had no idea Galladay was not getting that many catches. Yeah, no, he'll have like three for eighty and two touchdowns. Nuts! Oh, Marvin Jones would have been a good answer for that too because he only catches touchdowns. Yeah, yeah it's too bad he's uh he out for the season at this yeah. point. Um, all right, guys. Well, uh, that'll be the end of this pod. We did cut it a little shorter today. Um. Next week we'll have um, we'll have actually someone new on the pod next week, so keep in listening for that. Um, we hope everybody has a good. Uh, we won't talk to you until after Christmas. We'll be back uh, the twenty sixth uh, for our next podcast. So everybody, hope you have a safe holiday, spending it with loved ones. Um, luckily, we'll, I'll be away from these two, so we'll have a nice David break. Evan Royster didn't get back to you, did he? No, he never uh, did. I, for those that uh, don't know, I wrote to him on Instagram where he only has like 3,500 followers. And I was like, hey, will you tweet my brother back? It would mean a lot to me. That sounds like one of those Barry McCockiner tweets. Would you please tweet about my brother who overdosed on marijuana? <laughs> um, yeah, we hope everybody's a safe holiday. And um, we look forward to diving into uh, the last week of the NFL season. And we can we plan on providing podcasts um, throughout the off season, maybe just not every week, but we will be uh, continuing to grow and make our podcast better um, to get yourself ready for next year. And um, yeah, we uh, we appreciate you guys listening in. Is there any thoughts you want to say before we? Uh, peace uh, out I here? hope you guys are listening with headphones if you're in a public place. <laughs> you know, I was going to say something, but I can't top what John said. Perfect ending. Get your headphones in. We will see you guys after Christmas. Have a good holiday. Peace out.